Episode 64, part two of Geeksters. I'm your host, Ed. Still Sean. <laughs> and the second hour, of course, we had nerd news. Yep. And as Eric- always, we bring for those people the first time listeners, and we bring you tidbits and news and articles that we find particularly odd, challenging, or funny, or sometimes all three. Yes. <laughs> and of course, we had Erica phoning in again. <laughs> Yeah, she, let's face it, folks. She phoned it in all night. <laughs> yes. So guess what? In part three, you're going to hear her phone in again. <laughs> yes. So, uh, and then uh, towards the end, though, oh, we get into that dark, sexy world that is called puppet porn. Yes. Oh, yeah. So make sure you grab the lotion for this one. It's going to get sexified. <laughs> so tune in. And we'll see you at the end. And we're back. You're listening to Geeksters on AquanetRadio.com, which you can also find us on iTunes, Tuned In, and iHeartRadio. Just for a search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't think I'd get it this time, did you? Nope. <laughs> so I was like, all right, where are we going? All right, so uh, as the usual second hour starts, or a little after the second hour, we bring you, Ed brings you nerd news, and I mock it. Jeez. <laughs> oh, Accordingly. Now, we'll probably get a phone call from Erica at any moment. Stay <laughs> hey! There you go. Oh. Should I answer it? I said no. <laughs> <laughs> Hello? Hello. Martha Wong's Orient has a pleasure. Can I help you? Can I get an order of uh, chicken fingers? And what did you want? It's not that kind of pleasure. And uh, pepperoni pizza. But can I only get like pepperoni on half of it? And like sausage on the other half? The bottom half. (laughs) Or or Philadelphia Mortuary, you kill them, we chill them. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so again, I want those chicken fingers like really hot when they get here all our food's really hot because we cook with heat (laughs) (laughs) and speaking of heat for the exact opposite it stops snowing how would you know miss snowman pants (laughs) snowman's getting these pants (laughs) (laughs) Mom's still there? No, I'm all by myself now. Oh, okay. <laughs> like, look at all those snowballs in those pants. So wanna be Who sings that song? I don't know. Let me find out. <laughs> I forget. Damn. All right. <laughs> okay, so... Uh, how... I know where this is going. <laughs> what? What? I know where this is going. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, right. Damn. <laughs> it's my kryptonite. <laughs> All right, so we... Now we... Said, oh, so-and-so sings it, and you're going to say, yeah, let him. Exactly. <laughs> Actually, while if the joke is why you're in the middle of saying who it is, you just yell, let them! <laughs> So there, there's a little setup for all you people out there. If you want to, like, go, oh, so wait, so you hear someone singing, you go, so who sings that? And they go, so let him. <laughs> it was Barry Manilow, Eric by the Carmen. way. It wasn't Barry Manilow. Was it? No. What was the uh, song? I didn't even hear it. All by myself. I thought it was Barry Manilow. Oh, well. And now you need to Google who sings that. Eric Carmen. Who? <laughs> Carmen. Yeah, we got the name. Uh, <laughs> that part we got. <laughs> Who's Eric Carmen? The Eric Carmen. Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do a Carmen voice. 
I'll find myself. I see. I can't do it. <laughs> sound like an old, sound like a, a blues man from the seventeen. Mm, yeah, all by myself. <laughs> Hit me. Oh yeah. He was, he was the Raspberries lead singer and songwriter. Okay. Who are the Raspberries? I don't know. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, there you go. Let me get this song. Yeah, see? <laughs> this is like the worst radio ever. Uh, she's she's putting uh, up. Actually, you know what? The reason why I know this song. Wait, you know something? Have you, did you hear the? Did you ever see the movie? Oh my god, what the fuck's the name of the movie? Um, ah oh shit. Uh, it starred the kid from uh, Dawson's Creek, and I think Jessica Biel's in it. And there's uh, a scene where a kid's, huh? James I Van. Jessica Biel was in. Well, he it was James Vanderbeek, and I think it was Jessica Biel. But uh, there was like a like a uh, um a scene in the movie where a person's committing suicide, and they had this song playing, the "All by Myself" song. All by myself. You, you're. I gotta get through the advertisement first. Yeah, <laughs> Ed. YouTubed it <laughs> so we can all share along in the depressing song. <laughs> One is the loneliest number. Oh, here you go, dude. Turn that down, cheapers. You know, leaving a successful group can be a frightening experience, and in uh, one year, Eric Carmen went from the lead singer of the Raspberries to one of this year's most promising and exciting new artists. So here, with one hit, now, all by himself. <laughs> Is Mr. Eric Carmen? I buy myself. <laughs> <laughs> All right. As soon as you hear the song, you're gonna know it. When I was young, I never needed anyone. Wait till you get to the car. You'll, you'll, you know, I'm already Making tearing up. <laughs> Making love was just for fun by himself. Those days are because now he's married. <laughs> Here we go. No. Oh, <laughs> damn. Tease me. Don't tease me, Eric Carmen. It's a musical episode of Geeksters Night. <laughs> it's always a musical episode. <laughs> Hello. Come on, come on. Let's get to it. Big, big drum solo. Come on. Here we go. I wanna be all by myself. All by myself. <laughs> See, tell me you don't want to kill yourself when you're listening to this song. <laughs> I actually knew the song. I just wanted to play it. <laughs> all right, enough of that. Yeah, enough of that. It's a comedy show. Stop bringing people down, Ed. We bring laughter. You're through not. This. You're not because you're a sister. There, there you go. That's you're the never alone. Like uh huh. How much wine have you had? <laughs> Not enough. Not enough. I'll buy myself. I want to buy myself. I got yeah. all, I, all I need is my bow wine and my dogs and my snowman pants. I'm not I'm not all by myself. I got snowman on my pants. <laughs> On the air. They say I'm frigid because I got snowmen on my pants. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do you know the difference between a snowman and a snowwoman is? Snowballs. I, I said. <laughs> I said snowballs. <laughs> is this on? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Unfortunately, it is on. <laughs> uh, we bring laughter amongst the tears. <laughs> one is the loneliest number. <laughs> <laughs> all by myself. <laughs> Just pour out yourself another drink. <laughs> I'm all warm and toasty in this cold weather. <laughs> oh, that's, oh. Yeah, nice, nice timing. It's an ad. Oh, here you go. Oh. Yes, it's the happy hour here. <laughs> here at Geeksters, we bring you laughs and love. One is the loneliest number. I feel like Bill Murray should walk in at any moment. <laughs> First time I've ever heard it with an orchestra. Really? Yeah. All right, enough of that. <laughs> All right, hold on. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so we gonna do nerd news or what? Yeah, sure. Why not? <laughs> now that, that we've just made half our audience depressed because they realize just how lonely they are. <laughs> how about this? Does this, this make you better? How? No. Oh. oh. person I wanted to be when I grew up. <laughs> I think I'm more Bill Murray than I am Animal. <laughs> All right. You're more as Burmay. Never mind. <laughs> Bill Animal? Bill Murray as an animal. Oh. <laughs> you go. Favorite. Yeah. What's your favorite line in Ghostbusters? I don't know what. <laughs> no, I was actually asking. It wasn't really a setup. I was just asking. Because <laughs> I was going to tell you mine. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's yours? Where do those stairs go? They go up. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's East Line to me. That's it? Yeah. Really? Yeah, it's such a cheap one. Everyone likes it. Everyone likes that one. It's <laughs> a cheap one. <laughs> That's right. We're taking cheap shots here with Ghostbusters. Hey, welcome to Geeksters. We're taking those cheap shots of movies. What's your favorite line? He's slimy. Oh, that's a good one. Oh, well, welcome back. That's kind of cheap. Oh, welcome back to the Geeksters. <laughs> My wacky morning voice. <laughs> Here we have Eric, Eric with the weather. Eric, what's the weather like up there? It's cold. It's cold. See? Let her. She knows her setup. <laughs> it's trying to hold your hand to the comedy bit. <laughs> I don't know if she hung up on us yet or not. No. Oh. She's not that drunk. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Erica. So you're ready for the news? I'm ready for the news. All right. Am I ready for the news? And that means keep the snow pants on. <laughs> I'm ready for the nudes. <laughs> you know what the news is? It's cold. Oh, that's the weather. I'm I'm doing the nudes in news. I'm news and nudes. Ah, give me some more wine. <laughs> is is it a box? I'm frigid. <laughs> so, do you prefer wine from the box or from the bottle? Bottle. <laughs> Slaps that nipple on. <laughs> <laughs> Erica needs her bottle before she goes. Right in. I'm good to go. <laughs> All right, so let's start off with the news with what's our first article of the night, Ed? 
Paul Walker's hours will open as planned. Oh, okay. I'm like, what? Oh, his the last movie that he yeah. Pellington Films and Lionsgate's plan to re release hours, starring Paul Walker. The movie's about Walker and Genesis. Genesis Rodriguez play a couple who rush into to a New Orleans hospital when the wife goes into early labor. The birth goes tragically wrong, and Walker's character has to find himself cut off of the world and his ailing newborn daughter when the storm hits of the hospital and has to be evacuated. It's uh, basically a, a story about uh, somebody who happened in New Orleans during uh, Hurricane Katrina. Oh, that sounds like a cheerful movie. Yes. Whew. That's a movie that Eric will go see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will you see it, Erica? <laughs> nah, I distinctly heard a fuck you in the background. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll be seeing it next weekend. I'll, uh, I'll be giving my review. <laughs> <laughs> Here's a dry kid review. It's good. But the girl behind me, she can kiss my ass. <laughs> 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 It's uh, scheduled. Okay, to... <laughs> <laughs> What's it scheduled for release? It releases July 11th, and it's also going to be on video demand at the same time. Okay, so you can be able to either watch at home or go to the theater. Oh, yeah, if it's snowing outside, you know Eric will just VOD it. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be pretty good if it's snowing in July. <laughs> hey, I was in Australia, you jerk. <laughs> 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 it's snow in July. <laughs> it's Christmas in July. Exactly. Thank you, Erica. <laughs> See? Why do we have so prejudiced to our friends in the Southern Hemisphere? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Why am I sounding awfully like Lindsay Lohan right now? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I gotta start coming to the office more often. Working from home get me in trouble. <laughs> okay, so what's the next article, Ed? <laughs> Will Farrell anchors North Dakota newscast as anchorman Ron Burgundy. Okay, now this happened last Saturday night, right? And uh, basically, he went on as a, as Ron Burgundy, and he actually reported the news completely in character. Of course, the rest of the cast, the newscast. Lost it. They couldn't stop laughing as as he kept going through. Uh, as soon as he said, good evening, I'm Ron Burgundy, the uh, Amber Schatz, the co-host, uh, just lost it. She started laughing hysterically at it. Okay, well now, uh, while you keep talking, is that is that all? Um, like I said, he kept a straight face through the whole thing. And everybody said it was really hard not to laugh, but they could not con- contain themselves. And uh, okay. the course he's you know what here turn my oh. here it is so that's another stupid commercial here holiday shoppers steer it? clear of giant retailers to browse around some smaller shops See, now, good evening just, just I'm Amber Shaw and I'm Ron Burgundy thanks for joining us tonight. <laughs> If you shop big on Black Friday, today is your chance to shop small and support local businesses. Lot twenty twenty nine is among the shops in downtown Bismarck deals for the holidays. Small Business Saturday is the biggest day of the year for many boutiques. Lot twenty twenty nine owners are excited to see some friendly faces. Love seeing the customers. Um, people that come in. You know, Season, when did we get the wrong visit Yeah, really. From two familiar they're actually, oh, for you. Uh, they're actually doing fun. the news. <laughs> the more, the merrier Christmas. There you go. Get to a In Minot, Kelly Volk, KX News. And now Jared joins us with a, a first look at the forecast. Jared, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, yes. Last time I saw you, you were a lot heavier. I feel like you lost like 50 pounds. <laughs> yes, I lost just a little bit of weight. Well, it's good so. for you. Thanks, thanks for noticing. Good for you. Uh, yeah, so our, our weather today, pretty quiet, but got some big changes. Uh, okay, there's a little clip because I'm not going to – the actual whole clip is 31 minutes. <laughs> so apparently it was the, the whole, whole news, broadcast. The whole yeah. broadcast. But here's my thing. It's kind of hard to be funny when you're doing the actual news. <laughs> but that's – I kind of feel like that's what makes it so funny is the fact that it's 
Will, well, it's it's Will Ferrell as Ron Burgundy, like just straight up doing the news. And if you know anything about pop culture and this movie and its sort of cult following, like that's what makes it funny. I mean, for the people who don't really know anything about the movie, or yeah, about the movie. <laughs> Could you just going to kind of go over their head? Could you imagine? Everybody oh. who gets it is going to be—they're going to be in on the joke. Could you imagine, like, like a person who's never seen Anchorman turn on their local news, <laughs> <laughs> like grandma's watching? Who's this Ron Burgundy? <laughs> what? I don't think he takes the I news. I think he's so handsome. Look at that hair. <laughs> remember when Uncle Roger had hair just like that? <laughs> Stop your yammering. I'm trying to watch the news. Who cares? I'm trying to watch the pretty weather girl. <laughs> yeah, Her boobs are better than yours. Yours are sagging. I would. I would if you let me out. <laughs> Oi! Hey! I could get it up just fine if it wasn't for your nagging. You just don't love me anymore. Why won't you love me? I'd rather be all by myself. I'd rather be all by myself. You don't have to play the song. I'm done. <laughs> he's trying to. He's he's trying to get back he's to like, YouTube. <laughs> I think they got the point. <laughs> it's not like we have a bed of these sounds. We, we'd be nice if we did. So I can just yeah. go all by myself. I don't want to be all by myself. Yeah. <laughs> all right. So Ron Burgundy did the news. Yay! What's next? <laughs> I broke some house somewhere in North Dakota. Some some old woman in North Dakota is going. Who's this Ron Burgundy guy? <laughs> Okay. What happened to Roger's leisure suit? That looked, it looked just like that. Woman, I'm trying to watch the news, girl. Stop. I'm trying to tell the news. Both of you stop. My mic is... I'm moving my mic around too much. It's not falling down. All right. You. You know there's a pill for that. My microphone's like a penis in the wintertime. No upper strength. (laughs) (laughs) All right. What's next in the news, Ed? Megafoot, the cyborg Bigfoot movie you'll never knew you needed. Okay. (laughs) All right. So what's this? There's a cyborg Bigfoot movie? Yes. Writer-director Ralph Kanimsky, who's most famously best known for his softcore erotica, is making this movie. And no, it's not going to be on the Sci-Fi Channel. It's an actual movie in production. Yeah, we'll never hit the light of day. I mean, we'll probably like direct-to-video or video-on-demand, a la ours. <laughs> so, it's one of those movies you'll love to make fun of. It's one of those movies that in like a years from now, you'll see the guy's uh, riff tracks doing a riff on it. Exactly. Oi! Look at this! It's Bigfoot and the Robot! <laughs> It's kind of like if, if we call it, it's it's kind of like the six million dollar man and Bigfoot had a baby after that. <laughs> remember that episode of Six Million Dollar Man? Right. Yeah, Erica, do you remember? Did you ever watch Six Million Dollar Man? <laughs> Were you alive during the seventies? <laughs> Wait, what was, I was it? Not a lot when it was actually on, but I have seen it in syndication. Believe it or not. Okay, so do you remember the big uh, Bionic Man meets the Bigfoot episode? That one I do not. <sighs> It's a staple among 70s TV shows. See, what happened is... Sorry, I was watching the 18s. See, see what happened is is that Jeez. Steve Austin, a.k.a. the $6 million man, was doing a... He works for the government, and he's trying to do this, you know, being a spy, and there's supposedly reports of Bigfoot goofing around, you know? So he goes after Bigfoot, and you're thinking it's like this big, colossal battle. It's Bigfoot and the Bionic Man. You know, and then it turns out Bigfoot's a robot. Allah. 
Megafoot. There you go. Oi! I like to call it a mega 11 and a half inches, but I like to call it a mega foot. <laughs> <laughs> so it must yeah, be a prequel to Six Million Dollar Man. Yeah, well, obviously he's a weatherman. Exactly, Erica. <laughs> 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 All right, so what's next? <laughs> it's official. Batman versus Superman has found its Wonder Woman. Ugh, and it's in the form of a 12-year-old boy. <laughs> Gail Gabit is now Wonder Woman, everybody. I think it's Gal Gadot. Oh, really? I think she's French. Gal yeah. yeah, Gal Gadot. Not Gal. There's no schwa. <laughs> no schwa. No schwa. Gal Gadot. Gal Gabit. Gal got it. That's right. Uh, she got the part. <laughs> <laughs> she's famous from the Fast and Furious franchise. I think yeah, that's the yeah. only it's thing not like she's, she's in. Have a lot to do now. Yeah, well, she's... Oh! oh. Boo. Boo! Too soon, Erica, too soon. We shouldn't make Way fun... too soon. shouldn't make fun of other people's plight. Who am I kidding? But no, <laughs> seriously, she was actually... Um, I think she was the Asian dude's girlfriend in the Fast Furious movies. Okay. I know you didn't see it, I did. Yeah, I didn't see the last couple. Um. Uh, okay, spitballing this. Like, when I, when I heard the news... I saw the picture. First impression was too skinny, no body. Mm-hmm. She's literally a twig. Now, I understood, but I'm also, the movie's a year and a half away at least. Uh-huh. They can bulk her up, but I, I don't know. I mean, that's a lot of work. <laughs> I'm saying they need to tighten that corset up if they're going to push those boobs out. Yeah. I have bigger boobs than her. <laughs> <laughs> And it brings all the boys to the yard. That's my milkshake. <laughs> yeah, well, that's right. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard. <laughs> that's right. Let's <laughs> get confused. And they're like, it's better than yours. So, okay. Right. So, <laughs> so now. I could teach you, but I have to charge. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How much do you charge or something? <laughs> Uh, it depends on. I, I usually charge by hour. Um, we can also do like a uh, a monthly subscription. Jeez, uh, um, how many lessons does it take? <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on. I, I, I can... where we're from. All right, I, I, I got it. For God's I'm sakes, like... you're embarrassing me. Not as embarrassed as I was when I got that job entertaining prison inmates. Do it again, Griffin. Oh, come on. I just did it like five times. Do it. My milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they're like, it's better than yours. Damn right. It's better than yours. I can teach you, but I have to charge. <laughs> <laughs> I love that show. So, that show is funny. Okay, so now, what did you think? Erica, when you saw what this girl is going to look like? Um, well, the first picture I saw was just of her face. And I thought, like, as far as, like, facial features go, I, I felt like she could probably fit the role pretty well. I mean, I don't know if they would um, give her color contacts or change her hair, anything like that. Um, but I felt like her facial features fit pretty well. Um I I've never seen her act, so I can't speak to her acting ability. Oh, well, Zach's um, not, I, you know. I mean, I I kind of look at it as like, the, I think they probably picked what he felt was the best person for the role. Yeah, and I mean, I, I when I saw what she looks like physically, and I I saw um I saw the backlash online about um her being you know so thin and. I kind of felt like my, you know, when I saw that, I was like, well, you know, she's probably going to be working with a trainer. I'm sure she's going to bulk up at least to a certain point um, for the for the role. I kind of figure I, I'm taking the the Heath Ledger, wait Ben see. Affleck kind of approach where I'm going to wait and see what they do with it. Yeah, I, um, I, that's kind of like my point. You know, I, I, I kind of figure, like you said, there's probably a reason they picked her. At least I hope there is. Otherwise, you know, it's one of those 
we can't find anybody else. Um, my friend Marv made a really good point. Um, he, he had put up a Facebook post, and hi, Marv. So I'm going to sort of steal your, your point here for a second. Um, he, he made a really good point that it's not so much that she doesn't fit the character, it's that, and I, I may butcher his point a little bit, but it's, it's just that our expectations as the audience are so high that it's going to be damn near impossible to find the quote-unquote perfect Wonder Woman. I, like there's always going to be some contingent of the audience that is going to be unhappy with whoever gets picked. I, I, I agree. Way, yes. <laughs> I'm saying like, I, I agree. I mean, like visually I'm not impressed, but I'm also taking the wait and see approach. I mean, cause I am on, I am can't, I am team Affleck when it comes to the Batman thing. So I, I'm willing to be like, all right, you know what? I'm trusting like, I, when people say, well, who would you cast as Wonder Woman? My thing is, I don't know who I would cast. So therefore, no matter who they picked, I probably wasn't going to be satisfied with. Because I can't even think of anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I like, but I mean, I'm, I'm hoping that on initial, I mean, we live in a world where first impressions matter. The first impression to me was just like, eh, I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. Because I mean. Okay, I think she's tall. I mean, I know she's Israeli, and she was, you know, if part of the rule is if you're born in Israel, you have to be part of the military. So I'm sure she's got some hand to hand combina, you know, hand to hand fighting stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's not movie fighting, but it's right. easier to teach somebody, I guess, if you had the mechanics down. Yeah. But I, like, to me, when you think Wonder Woman, you think not only inner beauty but outer beauty, and you don't want to be like, like I feel like if I walked up to her and gave her a hug, I would snap her into two. Okay. You know, I can see that. Uh, it's just like, oh, I mean, I'm hoping like, obviously, when we saw when we saw Immortals, mm-hmm. um, Henry Cavill was the lead in that. Yes. And I walked out and I was like, that guy's going to be Superman. Yes. You're going to be kidding me. But then when I saw Man of Steel. Well, actually, your initial reaction was, that's going to be Bane. <laughs> that's right. I'm I, like, no, <laughs> he's going to be Superman. Oh, makes sense now. <laughs> I, I got him and Tom Hardy confused. <laughs> so I, I, I can see why. But when I saw Man of Steel, that scene where he's running, you know, shirtless, I'm just going, "Boy, he's big. He bulked up. Mm-hmm. I mean, he like he looked Supermanish. Yes, you know the, the the right cut and right body form. So since you know, I'm sure they're going to use the same nutritionist, the same resume that they used for him to bulk her up. I mean, mm-hmm. I, you don't want her too muscular, but you want her toned. But they're going to have to add some sort of poundage onto her so they can sh- – you have to make her a hot mess before you can shape her into the female version of what you want as Wonder Woman. Okay. I think. All right. Erica? Yeah. And, I mean, it's it's definitely doable. I, I mean, I, I can speak from my own personal experience, like with dieting and, and exercise and everything. I actually dropped um, – close to 70 pounds and while I was doing that like I didn't want to just drop that weight and not have anything like not have strength right right while I was dropping the weight I was also um or while I was doing cardio I was also doing weightlifting and um I started replacing a lot of the the calories I was eating with um lean protein and uh, protein shakes to help uh, build my muscle up a little bit more, so that way the the fat was being replaced with muscle, and I didn't. Um, for for people who lose a lot of weight, they call it that sort of melted candle look, um, where you have a lot of loose skin. Yes. And okay. I, yeah. I didn't. You know, I didn't want that that look. You know, when I'm walking around naked. You know, so the the point of the for me, building the muscle was twofold. Number one, it was for, for me to have strength so that when I do my running and stuff like that, that I can, I can go and not feel so, um, uh, so winded so quickly. And that goes with the cardio too. Um, but I like feeling strong when I'm running. Um, but also, like I said, to have something there in place of the fat to prevent that sort of melted candle look. I mean, it's not, 
when I make it, it's not perfect, you know, but it's, it's a lot better than if I wasn't building up the muscle. And a lot of it com- for me comes down to what I eat um, and, and how much I lift and how often I lift. Now, you know, I'm, I'm nowhere near, you know, a, a bodybuilder or anything like that. And, you know, I eat cookies and junk food once <laughs> Once in a while, I come up and do the show and stuff. She's but eating like, a box of Oreos you know, as we speak. If I, if I was super hardcore about it, you know, I would, I would be very carefully monitoring what I eat. And I actually have a friend at work who is a, um, she's a, a semi-professional bodybuilder. She monitors like every calorie she eats. She monitors what type of calorie it is, whether it's a carb or a starch or a protein or you know, whatever, how much she eats, how often she eats, and then she she monitors that against when she exercises, what kind of exercise she does. So like, and she, this girl's like she's a little shorter than me, um, but she I mean she bulked up a lot from from the time that she started doing the bodybuilding to when she started um, actually going to competitions. Okay, so, so... And, I mean, you can visibly see the difference. So, yeah, so it's just more of a, like, let's wait and see, let's see what they do. And then, you know, like I said, she might knock it out of the park. Again, she might falter. Who mm-hmm. knows? But no, don't you think, Ed... Yeah. Again, your theory is you put too much too much bad guys in a movie... Too much good guys is the same, same flip of the coin. You think so? Oh, yeah. But it worked for Avengers. But the thing is, is that we got origin stories for them or enough storyline for them that you understood them in the theater for broader audiences because that's how, you know, Hollywood thinks of us as idiots. The fact is, is that ah. we, we we need a broader audience to, to understand this and not just the comic book geeks right. and the, you know, television geeks, whoever watch the shows, that they want to have everybody that like within the last 20 years that grew up that hasn't seen the show or even read a comic book understand who Wonder Woman is. So they're going to have to put some kind of storyline of her in there. Well, it almost, I hope not. But I mean, it almost rather... sounds like okay, it sounds like they're using the Man of Steel sequel to bring everybody into the folds, right. see how they do, and see what fan reaction is, and then make a movie about them. Right. That's what if it's like, okay, we're going to throw in Superman. We're going to throw the Holy Trinity in the sequel, the second movie. Yes. The cape, the cow, and the corset. Mm-hmm. You know? So why not, like... You know, it's it's like okay. Well, in retrospect, the trailer for Amazing Spider-Man Two came out this week. Yes, you seen it? Yes, I've seen it. Have you seen it, Erica? Yeah, I saw it. Okay, <laughs> she's gulping down her wine. Yeah, so we're going around a bad time. She has her mouth against the nozzle of the bottle. The bottle, the bottle like go go go. Mama, Mama needs a refill. <laughs> Mama's a court low. Bob, don't say. There's a cork in the other one. Why? Okay, so now this movie. <laughs> so now this movie seems to come with at like in the trailer. It looks like they're really throwing everybody in. Yes. I mean, there was because like I was watching this little breakdown. They actually have some guy walking down a hallway, and in ba- in the background you see. Doc Ock's arms and the vulture's wings. Mm-hmm. So obviously they're going to try building a bigger plethora of bad guys for Spider-Man in this next movie. I don't think so. I don't think we're going to see I all think, of them. I think they're just going to tease them to the movies, like yeah. give you a little bit here and there. But they're not. You're not going to really see those characters, or you'll see because you'll have Electro, obviously, and Rhino, and Rhino. But like I think Vulture and um, Doc, Ock. Doc Ock are going to be teased, but they won't be until the next picture. Right. And it looks like they're also introducing Green Goblin as well. Yes. So now, okay, on a I'm okay with Green Goblin. I think Jimmy Fox looking how the look of Electro looks looks pretty good. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about the Mecha Rhino? Mm, I mean, like I said, I'd have to see how they really portrayed. I mean, I only saw. What a few seconds, like right. three or four seconds of it, and yeah. you're like, it was kind of impressive just to see it in the trailer. But it's just like, I need more. Like, I need to right. see like a you need full, a full taste. You need a, exactly. You don't. You get your hands around it. I get my jaws on it. Like my sister's not too happy about it because she's like, yeah, I heard that's not Rhino. I'm like, thing you got to understand that Rhino originally was just a suit, you right. know, a big guy in a suit. So to try to capture that into a movie, if you want to make a big guy in a suit, that suit would have to be mechanicalized. Right. Like it would have to be like part robot. It looked a little too transformerish to me, 
But, I mean, I'm willing to see where it goes. Like, maybe, for all we know, there could be an accident. Like, with, you know, because in the comic book, the suits fuse to his body. Mm-hmm. But now they have Electro. So maybe there's, like, an accident where Rhino gets the the machine fused to him through an electrical accident. Okay. See where I'm going with yeah, that? Yeah, that's, yeah. That could make sense. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, I'm imagining they're going to do something similar with Doc Ock as well. Right. Yeah. I mean, there's always like some sort of horrible accident, right? You know? I mean, so who knows? Maybe or, or actually, <laughs> this Oscorp is a horrible place to work. I would never, God, their insurance must suck. OSHA up in there and and check that place out because there's a lot of industrial accidents. <laughs> <laughs> there's so many claims. <laughs> okay, so so now, okay, now I, now my big question with the Wonder Woman thing though is, do you think they're gonna give her the classic corset and booty shorts? Or are they going to try to butcher up and put her in a pair of pants? Oh, I see the pants coming. Really? Oh, I don't. Yeah. I don't. I think. I think Snyder. I think Snyder's going to go old school. I. I. Well, he didn't go old school with Superman. But it was still classic. It was. Blue. It was. It was a classic style. Yeah, but yeah, but his... I think it's going to be something similar. But I don't think. I don't. I think it's not going to what you, what you guys really want in Wonder Woman. I just want courts, a corset and booty shirts. It's, uh, like same I said, here. in my idea, you don't have to be a man. You don't have to wear pants as a woman to do a man's job. That's true. I, I, that's why, like people who say, "Oh, well, you know, it's sexist to have her in the in the corset and booties." I'm like, no, no, it's sexist to take her out of it because she's a woman. She wants to be beautiful, and not only is she intimidate. Like, I'm sorry, if a chick's coming at me in a corset and booty shorts and stripper boots, she's gonna kick my ass. I'm intimidated. But she's so <laughs> confident. Yeah, she is so confident in her look and her ability that doesn't matter what she's wearing. She's still going to kick your ass. Yeah. So to me, a sexist, a guy would be like, no, no, she's going to fight with the men. Put some pants on her. Put some pants on her. Turns, it turns that person to a sexist. It's my opinion. I agree. Passive-aggressive sexism. <laughs> okay. Just saying. But now, since we're talking about look, yeah. you have another article about the, the Wolverine. Yes, I do. And what's that? Uh, you weren't sure everyone was going to segue into that, were you? <laughs> I was actually going to cut it, but why? Because I was going to move on to another story. Well, no, we got time. Okay, all right. We got time. We got time. We got all the time in the world. All the time in the world. It's not fair. It. It's not fair. So what's this article? Time. So what's this article, Ed? Wolverine director explains that why the classic costume can never be worn on screen. Okay. Um, I read this article. Yes. Basically, it was the. You- me read it or? yeah you, know, oh, you don't okay. have to read it word for word i mean you read it right yes well it's the, the basic premise of it is fact is is that they consider wolverine not so much as a superhero that he's a hero but he's more of like an anti-hero and for him to put on a costume really promotes himself as a superhero and he doesn't feel like he's that thing it's like wearing dirt dirty harry wearing a special outfit you know right it's like the idea of like you don't want any attention to yourself so let me, let me wear a bright yellow and blue suit <laughs> no no just pay no attention to me I, I i'm not really a hero i'm an anti-hero i want no no eyes on me here's yellow spandex <laughs> exactly you know do you have a problem with him with the without the yellow I'm spandex? perfectly fine with him without the, the the costume he doesn't need the costume to be wolverine because it's the person inside the costume that matters mm-hmm. now okay now granted i just said that but also I'm also though on the front line of going, keep Wonder Woman in those booty shorts. You know, <laughs> you contradict I, yourself. Is I think it, I think it depends on a the hero, you know, the the hero or the the villain, uh-huh. and b the the movie itself, like how the how they put the movie together. Okay, right. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, well, I think we're so I far. Mean, what was that? The, like the X Men films, I don't feel like any of them really. I mean, yeah, they they had elements of the the costumes and everything, but I I don't feel like any of them really stuck that. I mean, they weren't hardcore sticking to the comics, right? As right. far as like the costume goes, they had like I mean, look what they did with Storm throughout the the entire uh, movie franchise. They kept changing up her hair. I mean, they kept reinventing her look. Well, it, same in, thing it, with Jean. Just, in, in and all, also her accent, I, too. In, in all fairness, though, I mean, Storm did have a mohawk at one point in time. Yes. I think, I personally yeah, that, think... I would not, like to see Halle Berry in that original outfit. What, with the flowing yeah. cape on yeah. stuff? So now, I think Halle Berry should really go all out and, and do the mohawk. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. what I say. 
but that's Halle Berry. She'd rather be Catwoman than Storm. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, so basically, the director's saying, like, look, you can't really put him in the costume because he doesn't want to stand out as a character. So don't throw him in yellow spandex. Right. But you do. There is a clip where you do actually do see the costume. Yes, in the deleted scene in the new, uh, the Wolverine movie. There's yeah. a deleted scene on the on the DVD. So if anybody purchased it, go find your deleted scenes. You'll see the costume, the gloves, the it helmet. Looks good. It looked great. But well, you'll never see him wear it. You'll never see him wear it. That's fine. Unless unless they decide to go with like another Wolverine storyline where he has to wear the costume. Right. Like it's as far as like a uniform. Yeah. You know, like when he's part of Alpha yeah. Flight or something. Right. Well, they're, also, they're, I mean, they're also talking to do like an X-Force movie, which he did was heavily in the – it was like a black and white right. version of it. So I could see that more than the yellow spandex version of it. Yeah. So that could be possible. All right. But – Okay, we'll what's, see. what's your next news article there, Ed? Nightscope unveils R2-D2's crime-fighting Brig Brothers. What? <laughs> There's a startup company in Silicon Valley that's based on designs of um, technology, basically, and building robotics. And they're building two sets of droids, a K-5 and a K-10. And basically what they do is they can censor to determine like weapons on a person through scans. Okay, so... It's not more so R two D two, more so RoboCop. Yes, <laughs> well, that's how this wrote, this Colin Deuce McFadden wrote it. So. Yeah, he obviously R two D two and RoboCop had a baby. Sure. Okay. Sure. Good little if you sit. It kind of does look a little bit like R two R two. What? <laughs> she needs a refill. Yeah. While, while you're filling your glass up. <laughs> so it looks a little like R two D two. Yes, it looks like R two D two. Look at as, as always. We'll, we'll have our news ca- uh, reports on our Facebook page within the coming week, so you can see the picture for yourself. But it does look like an R two unit, and basically, it doesn't really do much. It's not really more like it's kind of like R two. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's not going to like be RoboCop and like take you out. It's just going to basically uh, form authorities that the <laughs> dead or alive, you're coming with me. It's more like. <laughs> 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 He, he has that little that little shock thing, <laughs> little built-in taser. Taser, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Dead or alive, you're coming away. <laughs> Don't tase me, R two. <laughs> Don't tase me, bro. Don't tase me. Okay, so yay on technology. Yay! All right, sooner or later we'll have crime fighting R two units. <laughs> as long as as long as they get the skinny, uh, you know. Effete, you know, yellow gold robot. <laughs> As like, a, can you imagine C three PO is like the sergeant? <laughs> like, but he has, he has to take the angry R two K five. Get in here! Damn it, you two! I've had enough of your sticking around with those cantanas back there. They're cantinas. Whatever. You know what I'm saying? I'm angry. Look at me. I'm gold. Not even anatomically correct. I'm angry. <laughs> The odds of me again laid are 356 million to one. <laughs> I got new junk, R2. Now you get up there. I don't care what the law book. You do your cop, do your job. Don't get madly with me. I'll take that badge. <laughs> Just say it. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that thief or that 3PO. <laughs> that would make an awesome cop show. Exactly. It'd be like R2 and the bear. R2 and the bear. (laughs) Team up R2 with a monkey. (laughs) Oh my god, that'd be a great show. What was that? R2 and the Fat Man. uh, R2 and the Fat Man. Oh, R2. I thought you said Fat Man. No, R2 and the Fat Man. (laughs) Like Jake and the Fat Man? Yeah. It'd be like Simon and Simon, except it'd be R2 and the monkey. R2 and Chimpy. Or R2 and Bozo. <laughs> crime fighting monkey and a crime fighting robot. We got ourselves a comic book at least out of this one. Yes. <laughs> Quick, call Disney on the line. I got this idea. It's R2 and a monkey. And they fight crime. You with me? They traipse through the galaxy. Ooh, that's the hang I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, I'm just saying. I think it, I think it's a hit. <laughs> R two and the bear. R two and the bear drives to take drive cross country in a truck. <laughs> oh, you know, solving murders. 
<laughs> make it deliveries. Or, or better yet, is is that the monkey actually has the brain of the human and, t- and can talk and think, but no one, tr- everyone treats him like a monkey, so he plays dumb <laughs> until like at nighttime. <laughs> then he comes out. He's like, "Okay, R two, we just who's our problem? We got we got a crime here, and he just scanned the area, but no one knows that R two is like a working robot." <laughs> They all just think he's like, you know, like the, the security blanket that the monkey carries around, <laughs> you know, and at, at night he becomes, you know, he starts talking. He's like, like a normal guy, except he's a monkey. You know, he's like, hey, Artu, we got this crime. I need you to scan the area. It's like CSI Cantana. <laughs> CSI Mos Eisley. Yeah, CSI Mos Eisley. <laughs> CSI Death Star. <laughs> I don't know. I know it wasn't a stormtrooper. How do you know? The guy was actually shot. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So what else we got there, Ed? Amazon unveils futuristic drone delivery plan. Oh, dun, dun, dun. I'm telling you, it's, we're living in a RoboCop Terminator world. Tell us about this one, Ed. Want an Amazon order in just 30 minutes? Company CEO Jeff Bezos says it hopes to employ an armada of mini drones able to drop small package at your doorstep. The U.S. online U.S. online retail giant's revolutionary projects still needs extra safety testing and federal approval, but Bezos believes that Amazon Prime Air will be up and running within five years. Okay, I just came up with a great idea. Yes, we can sell drugs this way. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. Okay, we'll stick in the pot area, uh-huh. or maybe some of the you know some of the hardcore stuff. But we have our own drone, uh-huh. so we we pack the drone, uh-huh. the little guy, little carry thing. We send it. It's door to door delivery of pot. <laughs> it's got this blank look. Like, and <laughs> what more do you need? <laughs> the law, on my son. How are they going to know it's a drone? <laughs> I need. I, I want that, but with wine. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> well, the drones can only carry about 2.3 kilograms, which is about five pounds. So it- you know, how that's five pounds of weed, dude. <laughs> <laughs> which is over 80%, 86% of what Amazon delivers to their customers. So it's a possibility that this could happen. I'm telling you, we got ourselves a moneymaker. We need to make pot delivery drones. We don't have to sell pot. We can sell the drones to the pot users. Then they can do their own transporting. Okay. See, but there's a there's a slight problem with that, and that is that Sky ha- Skyjack hacks AR drones and makes them yours. <laughs> so Sammy Kamar has managed to build Skyjack, bringing us drone to drone hacking. See, so now you can you can uh, get a device that basically is programmed that can can. If you see a drone overhead, find its signal and be able to can take control of it and drop now, it okay. right to you. Now, here's my question. Or to somebody else. My main question is, why is this guy working for the government? He might be. <laughs> why? He would never be promoted. I mean, it would be like, hey, Sammy Kamkar has uh, managed to build a, a, a program where you can skyjack drones. Yep. Um, okay, one of two things should happen. He either needs to get hired by the government or he winds up dead in a ditch. Or he's never seen again. Exactly. It's Skynet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's Skynet. He's going <laughs> to... That's how we're all going to die. Packages from Amazon are going to fall from the sky <laughs> and kill us all. What happened? A five-pound bag of weed landed on his head from a sky drone that was hacked, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> Death by weed. First case ever. It's <laughs> my bigger issue. I see one of these things go by, and I hack it. I take the package, only to find out it's some kid's freaking play school dolls. And I'm like, son of a bitch! Why can't I ever hack some? It's like it's like that. It's like that. It's it's like grabbag.com. You go to that website, and you just you bid on something. You don't know what it is, and then you get it, and it's like crap. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the whole point. See, just know what the hell I'm getting. Okay, somebody needs to work. Somebody needs to work on figuring out how to know which ones to hack so you actually get the good shit. Well, see, that's the problem. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's part of the fun. It's kind of like Russian roulette with, with sky hacking. Now, it's called I, I scanning want, a want, package in air. 
Well, yeah, what you could do is as you see I the... Want, I, I want efficient skyjacking. No, you... No, I don't that... want to waste time with these stupid little... Well, what you do is you set up... In the... <laughs> when you're... When you're... Yeah, but just think the black market Fisher Price market. No, it's not been cornered. Yeah, you be, you be the first. <laughs> you could be the first. You could be the queen of the black market Fisher Price toys. I'll be, I'll be the Fisher Price Baron. You'd That's be, you'd right. Be sitting there in a Game of Thrones kind of chair <laughs> with like stuffed animals around you. <laughs> you know, bitches better be having my money. <laughs> Preschool got nothing on me. <laughs> I'm just saying, I, I, I think it's a great idea. Sky hack. Sky All right, maybe, maybe, maybe it could happen. Okay. Yeah, we'll see. And what else you got there, Ed? And finally, watch Dark Crystal, the director's cut. Services on YouTube. Okay. A YouTube YouTube users. Whoa, whoa, I think I'm drinking now. A YouTube <laughs> user name. <laughs> well, here, here we go. Are we ready for the name? Schoolabop. <laughs> <laughs> what? Scoo dee a bop. Who sings that song? Hanson. Lamb! <laughs> this user apparently got a hands on an early cut of the film, and which in some scenes were reordered as far as dialogue and was on the nose with voiceover narration. Excised. Excised, excuse me. This version at least tested with the audience, though it doesn't necessarily make it a director's cut, as directors will also like to see what... Okay, I know I know what the article says. Okay. Uh, do you want to translate? Yeah, please. Okay. Basically, this guy got himself hands on a master print of uh, Dark Crystal. And what they usually do with movies like that is they take it to an audience and they test audience it out. Mm-hmm. And then they make their cuts accordingly. Like, right. oh, well, I find that character unlikable. So they snip it out to make them either more likable or they recast. Or, you know, with something like Dark Crystal, it's obviously more like cutting it and pasting like where they want stuff and the flow of action. Right. This looks like it's one of those master cuts where, you know, they had the test footage before they actually did kind of like the, the, the I guess, the, te- the test screening. Yeah. <clears throat> and I guess apparently it was like darker and grittier. That's that's what I heard. I heard it was really kind of like it doesn't sound like it was for kids. I don't so think that's... Dark Crystal originally was slated for kids. Like, uh, okay, the great Jim Hansen, mm-hmm. ha- obviously the creator of all the Muppets, yeah, Sesame Street, a lot of those guys and stuff like that. Right. He did want to branch out. I mean, you know, like obviously, you know, they made Yoda. Right. Right. You know, so I think that that. They want to branch out. Like before, there were special, like real special effects. You had puppetry. Yeah. So I think that Dark Crystal was one of those movies where it was more teen oriented than kid oriented. Okay. Like I felt like you were okay to kind of go dark because the because the material, even if the even the the stuff that we saw as a kid, is still kind of disturbing as a kid. Right. When you're watching it. Oh, I mean, I was afraid of some of the movie when I was a kid, like when I was really young watching it. Right. So I wouldn't actually say it's like like kid friendly. I think it was more like young adult teen friendly. Right. When we were, because we saw it was, we were kids. Yeah. But if we saw it, if we were 15, 16, 17, we might have had a different opinion of it. Right. Right. You know, so I think that that. But I don't think I would watch it. I was like 15, 16, 17 year olds. Because, right. Because as, as a 15, 16 year old kid, you're not really interested in puppets anymore. You're interested in getting laid. Yeah. <laughs> You know, yeah. I mean, you already have, as a dude, you already have one puppet. It's your right hand. <laughs> like, uh, it's called your date. <laughs> so, it's Mrs. Make Me Happy. Yes. You know, it's the Lee sisters. Ugly, ghastly, beastly, <laughs> homely, and fugly. <laughs> so I, I think, so I think like... You know, nowadays, probably you can get away with more adult-themed... And I'm not saying, like, adult-themed, like, oh, you have, you know, Muppet sex or anything like that. <laughs> I'm saying more so, like... I'd like <laughs> to see that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> take me in the ass. Take me... I can't. There's a hand already in there. finally gets his wish. Yeah. He finally gets his woman. <laughs> woman! <laughs> ah! 
Piggy bitch. Ah! <laughs> and he rips his head off. He rips her head off after she's done. He's done. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, adult theme, like, because it's got death in it. It's got murder. It's got, you know. Mm, yeah. I don't know. There's no love scenes, but, I mean, there's definitely a romantic connection between two puppets. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so, I, I mean. <laughs> there's a romantic connection two puppets and a human. Yeah, exactly. I love you, but I got this fist in my ass. Pervert! And walks away. <laughs> Guess she wasn't the one. <laughs> I had a fist in my ass. Funny, so do I. It's love. <laughs> love is in the air. <laughs> da, 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 da. Love is in the air. Stop going. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know. So, I mean, I think that, that it's not bad. I mean, I haven't looked at it. Have you seen any footage of it? No, I haven't seen it yet. But, I mean, it is online. It's on YouTube. It's an hour and a half. Dude, dude, Commercial. Dude, dude, we just saved a bunch of money. <laughs> Ed's trying to be funny. I don't think that's a good idea. Come on, it'll be fine. Damn you advertisements on YouTube. Yeah. See. Not Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Geekster sponsored by Geico. <laughs> like, here you go. Okay, turn it down a little bit. Gotta make it. Turn it Yeah, that's it. Look at me, baby. I'm a puppet. Oh, yeah. Got this fist in my ass. And I'm trying to save the world. Look at me. I'm on this freakishly bat animal as I'm running through the jungle. Oh, yeah, baby. What's going on? I'm a Muppet. I'm a sexy Muppet. Oh, yeah. Let's go get that Dark Crystal, baby. <laughs> you know what I mean by Dark Crystal. Meth. <laughs> Let's get high, baby. Let me take you places no one's ever gone before. Let me stick my fist in your butt. Play puppetry. Look at this mouth. So wide. My tongue's stapled to my lower part. <laughs> I smell like well, wet felt. <laughs> mm, yeah. That's the smell of love. Soggy felt. Mm. That's right, baby. Love is in the air. Oh, yeah. Can you feel it? That's, that's a fist. You know you love it. So far deep, it controls my mouth. Oh, yeah. So deep, I'm spitting fingers. Look at me. Oh, let's go traipsing through this world. Destroy the bad guys while we're all in love. Oh, yeah. Love, Jim Henson style. What's Jim Henson style? Fist in the ass. Oh, yeah. I eat pork, baby. <laughs> oh, yeah. They call me Dr. Teeth. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't die. Don't die. I lost it. Wait, you did that. Yeah, he's fine. He's just tearing up. <laughs> it's his it's his version of your snort. <laughs> as soon as you did the pork thing. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> I love me some Miss Piggy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bork, bork, bork. Mm. <laughs> <sighs> I guess on that note, we'll uh, we'll take a break and we'll come back, Erica. Uh, we'll call back and we'll talk about your shopping sprees. Sounds good. All right. Okay. All right. We'll be right back, folks. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that sexy, baby? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Make you get those eyes all googly. <laughs> like Cookie Monster. <laughs> yes. C is for cookie. It's 
good enough for me. And we're not talking the chocolate chip kind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Give me some of that double stuff. Uh, uh. <laughs> so, hope you enjoyed it. I hope you, you know, right now you're having a cigarette going, man, that was hot. I love the smell of wet felt in the morning. But while you're recovering for that, go to AquanetRadio.com where we perform live every Sunday night from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Or you can catch us on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or tuned in. Just search for Aquanet Radio on those apps. This would be iTunes Radio. Did I say something else? No, you just said iTunes. I mean, don't get me wrong. On iTunes, our old podcasts are on. Yes. So you can always catch some older, our older bits. Our older shows, not yeah. bits. I hate bits. I hate them. <laughs> our older shows. Yes. Or you can also, of course, tune in live. If, but if you want to contact Ed, you can contact him at ed at wordswithgeeks.com. Or if you want to contact Sean, you can contact at sean at wordswithgeeks.com. Or you can t- contact Erica at Erica with a K at wordswithgeeks.com. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> That's awful. Mm.